0: this is larry Kelly, the voice of lionel from thunder
1: hi this is allison court better known as claire redfield hey this is chris jericho hi this is stan bush i'm eric stewart the voice of brock and james from Pokemon.
0: This is Laura Summer from Real Deal Thrusters. Well, hey kids,
1: it's me Townsend Coleman, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Operation Retro Shock. Operation Retro Shock. Operation Retro Shock. Operation Retro Shock.
0: Operation Retro Shock.
1: Operation Retro Shock.
0: Operation
1: Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Thunder. 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 Thunderjack. Oh, a
0: Hello
2: everybody and welcome to episode 91 of Operation RetroShock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and alongside me is... Maggie Thompson. And...
3: Alongside him is Chris Hill.
2: Young Chris. Chris is extremely excited. There, excited. This is the
3: first time I've been in this show in a while. Yeah. Mm. It's the first show that you've done in a while.
2: Well, you are actually in the last episode. Mm. I haven't it was, done... It
3: impromptu kind of invasion, invasion. I wasn't invited as such to the episode because... They don't really value my expertise when it comes to talking about games, or like,
2: or you just said that you wouldn't be round until a certain Pretty time much. frame, I so think I timed it so that I
3: missed as much as the podcast as I could. Considering I know, no, don't no you're too busy.
4: You're too. Anything. You're too busy watching E three to get all the information in.
3: He what?
2: <laughs>
4: That's what he, he <laughs> says. No, I was
2: because the World Cup. you're so uh, <laughs> technically minded, Chris, and all that sort of stuff. Did you just like so Cup? much?
3: That I'm not technically minded. It's just I'm not interested in technology can do enough
2: to get by He's technophobe World Cup was yeah. good enough considering you've paid six <laughs> months to the WB network comparison
3: to you guys yes but I would say you're like an extreme end of. The I'm, we're, we're extreme like I'm, not te-
4: I'm not I'm a technophobe as what I used to be because I mean no, I would say you very
3: like into tech I'm in into tech like, but I'm not first boy, no like 10 tenure- well, so years you know? like when I was
4: a kid well teenager going back about three or four years ago <laughs> a teenager <laughs> about three or four years ago <laughs> I really okay. into techno, but now it's. Not really, it's just iPhone, iPod, not so bad as much That's not technology, it's software. That's software. Well, it's kind of
2: technology. Last time uh, Chris That's used not. any sort of thing, it was a floppy disk, so. Uh.
3: <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know exactly what a
2: pen drive is. Do you I, know? I don't any? even have a pen drive. USB. USB port? Yeah. They take forever to load. I know, they take ages. That's why I
4: just use my external hard drive, it takes 10 seconds. Mm
2: hmm. But anyway, enough rambling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 91 of Operation Retroshock. Uh, it has been a while since you've had an episode. Apologies about that. I think it was he's the not 19th. Really, th- sorry.
4: No, he's not. He's smirking uh, here like... You
2: told us earlier, that he doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, see, this is the issues you get when you record with numerous people. they just yeah, gang yeah, up on you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, last episode, I think, came out on the 19th of June, so that's probably about a You're month You're doing kind of the half monthly now, anyway, aren't you? The monthly podcast? Well, no. It's, <laughs> it's meant to be fortnightly, unfortunately, uh, for... Uh, well, to get you guys together and to get anybody else together at the moment. Everybody just seems so busy at the moment and also kind of enjoying the sunny Northern Ireland weather that there was actually back. left out the window yeah we're back to the no, pouring rain we're back to you know the pouring oh, rain now oh yeah so now it's it, raining that's why those two days that's of why that's weather. why you're actually here now Yeah, now, now it's raining we can start recording finally again finally trapped us we couldn't <laughs> escape so here I we are
1: well considering <laughs> no, the we're glad to be here
2: considering the rain today has been absolutely horrendous like when that's we when problems. we were out before um, well, actually, I haven't actually explained what we're going to talk about in the first place here, but uh, we are going to have another movie review here for you folks. Uh, when I say another movie review, the last movie review is actually now out in Blu-ray. That's how bad <laughs> it is. Um, and it wasn't
4: technically a review. It was more of an in-depth discussion of the, the plot film.
2: We are going to not do that uh, this time. We are, well... Are you sure? Well, I, I say a bit more prepared, as in I just threw we, the questions together before we started recording. Um, we just We
4: just seen this film about three hours ago. Well, so. not even three hours ago we well, were, like, we're so like out
2: of the cinema about an hour and a bit. Yeah, but it, should be fresh in the old system, but they used to not so well. Much. Yeah, not the,
3: thing.
4: the film started at, what six o'clock, and it's now quarter past nine. Mm-hmm. So, I well, the start of the movie was it's the just, yeah, it's yeah but
2: upon our psyche, you'd be pleased to know this is the only way to get uh, even the slightest bit of knowledge out really, of you guys when it comes to movies. Yeah, because is to immediately get you to record after you've seen the film. Yeah. Hell, and
4: I aren't exactly what you call uh, Marvel buffs. So, no. well, you don't have to be a Marvel buff no, to know what goes on. But maybe, I mean, a lot of this film was. I was looking at him perplexed.
2: Well the thing is at the end of the day, I'm not a Marvel buff in the sense that But you
4: know have enough sense to know what
2: Oh well I you know like I I know know, I go into the general thing. Like if I was going to an Iron Man a cat movie or anything like that, yes I would know the general you know goings on and stuff like that. But seeing the likes of this movie, this movie was completely new to me. I I haven't ever read or heard anything about The Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: No! Yeah, hey, go, man. No problem. No problem at all. Who are you? Star-Lord. Who? Well, Star-Lord, man, legendary outlaw. Forget it.
0: We arrested these five on Xandar. Check out the rap sheets. Drax, a.k.a. the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in a search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wanted on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket, wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell? Groot, he's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill, he's also known as Star-Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Hey, 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 that's mine. You son of a bitch. Hey, take those headphones off right now. Yeah.
0: They call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of A-holes.
1: I'm, on a I'm high on believing.
0: That you're in love with me. I'm hooked on a
1: feeling.
2: Yes, that's what we're gonna talk about, everybody. We didn't even mention the name of the flipping movie. <laughs> um, it's uh, just out uh, yesterday here in the UK, you lovely American people uh, aren't getting it until next week, do we get one up on the Americans yes. this time? We always
4: do. It. Is it the Marvel
2: ones we do? Marvel ones we always get like four or five days before the States. It's yeah, very they, weird. Yeah, compared it's the to, one thing we actually get ahead of them.
4: Compared to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, would you get like a month after?
2: We're getting No, we're
4: not getting turtles till October. Yeah, and they get it in... I September? Get it, get it in August. Isn't it I reckon September? it this month.
2: It? Yeah, it's like this month in the States. It's like, oh, you're in a couple of weeks' time. Really
4: Hashtag illegal downloads. <laughs> 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 Not
2: that many... Well, I, I don't endorse so. that, of course. I you know, I actually I'd actually... buy it off the Chinese <laughs> market. <laughs> <laughs> Three for ten pounds. Um, but seriously, I've actually... Speaking of Turtles, I've been hearing... It's actually getting really good reviews, and I'm in if You like Michael Bay, and you like explosions, and you Yeah, like apart from and their... And fallen skyscrapers and stuff Yeah, like apart
4: from their stupid uh, advertising recently.
2: And just Megan Fox full stop end of story. You know, she's gone downhill. I'm sorry. Has she? Well, I haven't really seen her since Sarah Transformers. See, see in the trailer for Turtles, she looks horrendous. I'm sorry.
4: I've sort of tried to avoid this tra- trailer sport. Now, It's
2: it, no, don't get me wrong. I'm going to go see it because I just like the Turtles. But I think I just have a funny feeling. I'm going to walk out of that movie saying that movie was pretty decent, but Megan Fox was totally rubbish. You know, I think you know. Yeah. If, I think if there's one thing going to ruin that movie, it's not going to be Michael Bay. It's going to be Megan Fox for me. No, I mean, you can't go and think of like
4: that And in a film. Says
2: Maggie. <laughs> Maggie Mickey. <laughs> Mickey
4: can Mickey's. tell the outcomes of films before he's even I know, but this, 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 with this movie,
3: good. Mikey seemed to know quite a bit of what was um, going to it was happen. I was convinced it, this guy's seen the movie before we went
2: to <laughs> Well, considering it was only out yesterday, he'd be hard-pushed considering he does work a lot. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Wednesday's his day off. You, it it yesterday was nice Thursday. not if you listened to me. So, yesterday was Thursday. It Friday. <laughs> <laughs> see this well, is the thing. I don't know. Don't listen to me. Chris has too <laughs> too much time on exactly. his hands to uh, flip and talk sh- rubbish now. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits around twiddles his thumbs all day mm. on his phone and look, watch watches cane videos. <laughs> now, now you can now you can twiddle his thumbs on the well PlayStation spread, though, if you ask me. <laughs> we can maybe finally get him into the PlayStation now.
3: I guess now you can play Last What's the of, Last Last of Us. Since we all have it It'll now. be easier said than done.
4: Get it done tonight. I
2: think I think you'll do all right. So you
4: you like The Walking Dead, so you like the Last of Us.
2: But we've been going here for a while, and we aren't even talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so we just get stuck in. Oh, aye, you're going to have your wee moment with The Walking Dead and all that. Just don't.
4: Well, the, the season five trailer just came up, so uh, you know that was quite exciting.
2: Radio, okay, we'll get stuck straight into this here, and uh, just for jokey matters, uh, how was your experience at the cinema tonight? Nothing about the movie. Just what the, was your general experience at the cinema since you walked? Well, the it was quite.
4: A, Decent because it was a the matte price we got today. Yeah, that was a so it was, was like 4 pounds something.
3: You can't really complain with being charged £4.70, was it? Something like that. 4.70. £4.70. What's it normally? £6.70. Six, six, six so yeah.
2: So two pound difference. Like, so and it this started is, right immediately from walking in. Like, and that's at twenty to six in the evening as well. Like, which usually I would not consider that a matinee. No, I thought
4: matinee right. finished at about four or five.
2: Yeah, matinees usually finish you know early afternoons or just be six then. And Dundonald to Omniplex. So Omniplex, you get two thumbs from us and some free advertising. Free Hashtag we want some free tickets. Hashtag can we be sponsored by Omniplex Dun Thank you very much. VIP. <laughs> the VIP seats. That's such an idea. The, op- the, the operation retroshock seats in uh, the cinema, yeah, ex- exclusively for us. I'll, just, I'll ring Donald after this and say, "Here, guys, we're putting an episode up talking about you. Just, uh, can we have seats, please?" And we review films monthly, yes, <laughs> or <laughs> yearly. <laughs> can we have a studio at your cinema where we can go straight out and immediately record? Um, I think I know what So, said. number one, price of entry was good. Yes, price two thumbs up. Yes, out of done. five. Two thumbs up out of five.
3: What? I just realised you've got two <laughs> thumbs. I just realised you only got two thumbs. I only have two thumbs. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's, my, right. that's my slow moment.
2: And uh, what it's was tech slow? And what were our uh, beverages and food for the evening?
4: I got a slush puppy, which was quite lovely tonight because it was very the slush was watery. very slushy. Yeah,
2: very slushy. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. These two are very much we're, slush aficionados. Slush
4: slush I, I, gre- I had a green slush, and you had a red. I had red.
3: I never deviate from the red.
4: But you have sometimes you have to deviate. No, 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 no. Sometimes it looks crystallized, and you're even like, "Oh, yeah. it doesn't really." No, know no the, the slush. red is the
3: nicest flavor of slush. Yeah, but sometimes you
4: don't get it. get it full of flavor. They don't mix up too well.
3: Mm, even then, still nicer than a green or a blue. We well, can't. Yeah, you're so bad. No, no, no it has to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not the slush of, was very good. The slush, slush was of high
2: quality. Okay. I had. I was <laughs> very boring. I went for coke and chocolate buttons. So yes. Nice. Oh, and popcorn! Don't forget, you have to go for popcorn. I'm
4: fed up with the popcorn. I like the popcorn at Dundonald.
2: To me, I find it it very hard. I find it very hard nowadays to get a cinema that does good popcorn. Tonight Mm. was good. Was it good? Yeah. Dundonald
3: is scoring very high. I'll tell tell you now.
2: When we went up, uh, here comes bad publicity. When we went to Odeon and Victoria Square in Belfast, their popcorn was horrendous, especially for the price as well. was it 7 quid for a popcorn or something?
4: Oh, what I got, I got popcorn, but I think though, when we had a drink, we we worked it out though, and really,
3: it wasn't much. Not too much, but the quality of the popcorn
2: was horrendous.
4: No, I I didn't even read past the top It's like
2: flipping eating styrofoam. an uncomfortable cinema anyway. You said it, I find. Yeah, the seats are very upright, whereas Dundonald's here is more good. But it cost me
4: nearly £20 for the ticket and some water and popcorn. I did not feel like i got my money's worth.
2: Whereas the seats in uh, Dundonald... uh, you find them very ato- accommodating, okay. don't you, Chris? So much
4: yeah. so. You thought you'd fall
3: asleep most? I often lose consciousness. <laughs> maybe, nearly
2: every film we go to, no matter if it's a film that Chris really even, wants to see, he near falls asleep. It's not so much asleep.
3: that the film's bad, it's just that it's so comfortable. And
2: no, what I'm saying is even if it's a film that you're yeah. looking forward to, you tend to fall still asleep. still happens, yeah. It's the um, best way to do it. You can't fight sleep.
4: <laughs> oh, you fell asleep during a Howard film last year, didn't you? I did. For quite a while. During Captain America. And then as the, well. the, yeah. the new trailer came up for The Hobbit today, and you're like, I quite like the last one, you're like, you fell asleep during it. <laughs> didn't we,
2: did, we didn't like the higher frame rate of The Hobbit though. No, because
4: no. we sent it in 3D, didn't we? 3D and and it felt, and like, frame it felt rate. like you are watching a BBC documentary. It felt documentary. very fake. Yeah, it, it felt, felt like you are watching fake. a BBC documentary. It felt documentary. like a silent movie or something to me, like I was saying to you earlier, just, mm. it was weird. Like
3: one of those like really movies didn't?
2: you'd watched
4: without sound and it was just. I know, think we'll just do 2D next time, on it? 2D, yeah. So we can watch our.
2: Anyhow... James Nesbitt. Uh, <laughs> James Nesbitt. Our own. Yeah. Anyhow, general backstory of Guardians of the Galaxy. Spoiler warning, we're not going to go into crazy depth, but uh, if you want to uh, miss out anything to do with the plot, um, then just be careful. Fast forward a minute or two. I uh, don't think this will take too long. But general backstory is Peter Quill is a uh, young boy uh, on Earth, 1988, uh, gets picked up by some sort of spaceship... Uh, we fast forward 26 years which funnily enough aligns us with 2014 it's not such a shock
3: oh, so that was in the sort same of, like, time frame as like, no, modern yes. day oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't realise but
4: it'll be, it'll be different in two years time when you go to watch it it'll be 2016
2: yes so they lined it up so that it is <laughs> well, actually 2014 um, we see that him then he's all growing up and he's kind of going Indiana Jones styley. Uh, and mm. he finds some sort of orb thing he gets caught all things go mad he shoots away Um, He tries to offload this orb to someone. He hears that a guy called Ronan was involved, and the guy doesn't want to know too much
4: about that. What technically was it his job? Ronan? No Peter Quill. Is it Peter Quill?
2: They referred to him him as a Ravager, ravager? but effectively they are kind of basically scavengers, because he said kind of the rules of the Ravagers are steal anything from everybody sort of thing. So... Uh, that was the gist of that because it was only that
4: brief one thing he's tried to steal and then that was it
2: but that's it was obviously setting up the fact that that's kind of what his the people the managers yeah. that you you know, saw do
4: it didn't give him like a few instances and then go into that main mm-hmm. which but it
2: felt very, that almost felt very Indiana Jones to me even though the opening kind of went all very jokey with the music and stuff like that but we'll get on to the music later Oh,
3: like being in the temple and
2: trying to escape yes. the temple yeah. or something? Yeah. It was kind of very in Just the way he kind of had like the wee par thing that kind uh, of yeah, sucked yeah. it out of the thing and all that sort of stuff. He was just missing the whip. Mm-hmm. <whistles> but uh, nonetheless, he tries to offload this kind of orb thing. Um, guy here, was Ron is wanting involved in it and they're like, uh, no, get out, mate. Don't want anything to do with that. This is where we find uh, Gamora. She tries to steal it the green check you <laughs> <laughs> Um see what I have to put up I didn't, realize, I did didn't know green her did you say Gumbara?
3: I didn't know her name the whole way through the green film would I, have call, her face I was calling anything? her she looks, she looks like Rihanna she looked like um, green people from Star Wars no I, she looked like Rihanna to me I was just, just call, like Rihanna? I was just
4: calling her Rihanna during the whole film but
3: she looks like
2: the Twi'Lex or whatever you call <laughs> them. you know what I mean I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean um, but uh, all hell breaks loose kind of at this point because Rocket and Groot and all getting involved and there's a big scuffle they end up in jail, that's where they come across Dave Batista. Drax the Destroyer um, they find a way, they plot out, they get out of there they try to offload the orb um, that goes to pot when they find out that there's some sort of big powerful infinity stone in it um, Drax gets a bit fed up because he has had his family killed and um, so he wants to fight Ronan the Accuser he ends up coming there's a big fight all that sort of stuff um, but eventually it leads to the fact that uh, they all kind of have this big moral change of heart from instead of trying to sell this orb they're like we have to get this orb away and give it up to the Nova Corp, which is kind of like I would kind of say probably like the police of that planet or something would you say like yeah, the military sort of. force or something like that
4: pretty much those lose oh yeah just after the first fight kind of thing mm. and they're like the yellow beams yes yeah, it, was yeah, it's, it seemed of, like a space place.
2: Yeah, so they weren't um, nothing to do with the battle. No, no, they were a good. They were, they they were second, just, they were just the force. Were they, that the Nova or something. Who is Nova Corps, Nova, Nova Corps. Close. Is yes, oh, right, correct. Yes, I get that. With her uh, second in command, Darth Maul. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, Basically, uh, Roman the Accuser has also used the power of the Infinity Stone, so he wants to kind of take down Xandar, which is the planet the NovaCorp guys are on. There's a big battle at the end over everything. The Guardians end up coming out on top, as you'd expect, and uh, we kind of round up from there. So that's the very general synopsis. It may sound a bit, you know, basic, what I'm trying to tell you there, but I didn't want to really go too crazy in depth. But that's the general backstory of the film. Um... You guys, was there any part of the film that's a particular favourite of yours? Was there a particular moment? From the whole kinda,
4: film or from the start of the film,
2: you want about know the whole From the whole movie, was there a particular scene that kind of stood out to you that you enjoyed?
4: Uh, probably the, the breakout and from the prison now, the probably. prison, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Because Louis wee uh, raccoon dude had planned it. Uh, ra- Rocket. Rocket. Yeah, Rocket. Yeah. He planned it pretty well and pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then... It just escalated from there when you, the entry just pulled out the battery.
2: Just all help, broke loose. Yeah, I was just
4: fighting for a good 10 minutes. You can't be a good bit of fighting in space.
3: You like a bit of violence.
4: Violence is the key.
3: <laughs> violence is golden. What about That's you, you Tress? Um, no, I enjoyed that scene too. Um, I think what I liked about it was the fact that before this movie, I wasn't really expecting to like the raccoon rocket. So I kind of looked at him and thought he's going to be the comic relief and I'm not really going to like him. Well, he pretty Which much was. Did you think he, he was, was the comic relief? Did you think
2: he was going to be on Jar
3: Jar levels? I just thought he was going to be one of those ones that they relied too heavily on and mm-hmm. that he would drag the whole movie down. And I was fairly pleasantly surprised that he was actually quite comical. And mm-hmm. she said the way he was able to kind of be the one that got them out of the prison. Yeah, was he, he was kind of the, the smart reason. one. You look at him and you're like, well, he's the short one
0: out of and the he's group he's not going to be able to do anything. yeah out of the group yeah. you wouldn't have thought he's yeah. going to be the one that talks because you and had,
3: you had and you had everyone else who was maybe looked smarter or was physically bigger but it was the wee raccoon that was able to save the day so I thought that was pretty cool and I also liked the part where what's his name Drak, Drax, the Batista? destroyer Batista yeah. Yeah. I liked when he kind of decided he wanted to take on the villain on his own oh, even I, though it was yeah. stupid but I
2: still thought it was where pretty he, where he basically gets fed up after they get yeah. drunk yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he really was uh, he really basically was yeah I
3: think he had a, you know, a case of the Dutch courage kind of where he was just like you liquid, know, liquid I'm going to take on the whole galaxy universe here. screw the rest he is exactly. basically yeah it didn't really work
2: out for him but I thought it was pretty cool you got Daniel Brand. <laughs> yeah pretty much but no oh, yeah definitely the prison scene is a pretty awesome scene in uh, the movie because see even at that point that everything that kind of happens in that prison thing that's kind of the start of the Guardians group yeah because they go into that prison because the yeah. they go into that uh, prison basically as enemies and then kind of realise right okay if we kind of want to get out of here and make a bit of money then we, need to we have to down. come out of this and, uh, and it was
3: kind of nice. I thought whenever, you know, the first one did and all the other criminals were kind of ganging up against them, like the girl. Basically, they wanted um, to kill Gamora. And uh, that's another thing I liked that Rocket did was the fact that he says, you know, if you want to get to Peter, you're going to have to go through to us. Mm-hmm. You know? And already you kind of seen like
2: the com- camaraderie kind of building between them. But so I don't know where it
4: came from because I hadn't didn't discussed... didn't well, like, well, no. no they hadn't well, discussed the plan. The the no... Initial, no, the, no the,
2: po- the initial thing but that you're saying about, you know, if you want to get... Uh, Peter Quill yeah. you're going to have to go through us it was mainly because at that stage him and Groot were after the 40,000 bounty yeah. on him Yeah. it was only a wee bit later that they realised if this orb is sold that it could get 4 Even billion more, units yeah. so that was kind of like oh but like we're not saying totally when they left this prison that they were you know 100% best buddies because there's a couple of scenes thereafter that uh, it nearly all falls apart oh yeah it's not until sort of the probably, you'd probably say the last kind of third of the movie where it all sorts of, you know sort of kind of clicks into place that you know they are realising oh you know where's a good team and all that sort of thing. Um, no definitely prison is uh, a good scene. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Um,
4: are they able to travel to Earth? I mean just as I've been stupid.
2: Did we visit like, well, they could. Yes. Point in this movie? We didn't. Well only it? at the start yeah. when he got picked up. Otherwise no. Otherwise no. no. I so. Um Again, no, it's a complete option. They could go to Earth if they wanted to because they flew about flipping a quadrant of space pretty easily in, yeah, the, in a ship. So um, it's always an option. I just and thought
4: he could on could to Earth and get more fish.
2: Th- it's the one thing I know of the story that there is going to be, uh, again, kind of it'll be a bit of a spoiler, They're, they will more than likely link up with the Avengers in Avengers 3. So not this Avengers coming, but the following Avengers. What's wrong with you? Are you crying in the corner? No. Maggie
3: made a funny point where he was like, they should have went back to Earth to get more cassettes. Because one of the <laughs> things about Peter in this movie is that he's obsessed with music yes. and cassettes. But he well, could have actually well, went I, back I, I said, and updated it to an iPod. Well, as, well, as I said fun. in the cinema, I said, well, why, we'll why, get, why, we'll why, why, why not go
4: to Earth and get an iPod? Because <laughs> it's sentimental to him. Because his ma died. Yeah, but he doesn't. He can go back and get more tunes. You can only get so much on a cassette. So it only know, takes like 30 minutes uh, each night.
2: You're, you're overthinking. It's sentimental value. Really? You're overthinking. It's sentimental value. It's his dying ma gave him. He didn't, I didn't even hold her hand. I know. That was a bit cruel at the start. I have to admit. You know, his or ma, give her a uh, hug. His mum's dying and she's like, hold my hand. He's like... Nah, me no. neither. Nah, nah, love. <laughs> yeah, nah. but it's nah. right. <laughs> kids It's you They all do something different. No, but I think no, mom, but thing i is, think the, thing kids. Is at the start, here we go. We're just going to overanalyze things now. You know, at the start, when she's like, "Oh, hold my hand, baby," and she, he's like, "No, no, mom." And then, then, then the second, then happening. the second she flatlines, he's like, "Oh,
1: mom, no, no." I oh, know. I was like, again. Then why? Why were you being an asshole? I just don't think
2: he wanted to
3: accept what was happening. You know, because by holding her hand, oh, would have been yeah, I that. that she is about to die here, and then whenever finally happens, but still, two then you look, a a bit, then you look
2: like a bit of a fool. You have your family what? around the place. I, was no, I like
3: six or seven or eight or nine. I had no sympathy for him.
4: <laughs> you have no sympathy. But we didn't get building character building at the start, so you didn't have any sympathy.
2: No, that's true. Just be um, brought. Moving on, was there anything that particularly surprisingly you enjoyed in the movie? Was there a moment that you kind of were like? Oh, and it kind of gave you a laugh or something that you didn't expect? I Mm. think, for me, I
3: ended up liking your man Peter, actually, as the hero, more than I thought Mm -hmm. I would. Because, as I say, before this, I didn't really have any knowledge of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, But I kind of liked his whole dig, you know, with Mm -hmm. the music. And the fact that... Because you don't really see a lot of other Marvel characters that mm. go around listening to a Walkman all that. You know, and, like, whenever you see him, you know, he was dancing and I think listening was, to I, think kinda, and I think that was kind of...
2: I think that was kind of... This nice surprising thing about the movie for me was kind of, you know, linking into that whole, you know, Walkman music thing, is that this was a movie that kind of... There was a lot of nods of the head to the sort of age bracket that Would be watching this movie because you know there was a load of 80s and sort of stuff because there was like pictures on the wall and like he had a wee, tr- yeah, there, was, there was like a, a wee, tr- troll was troll and yeah, all that there was that like that a retro stuff. kind of throwback film, mm-hmm. yeah, because he had this wee uh, cause the front there, there, was was ship. No, there was no modern songs in this at all, yeah. it was all you know older songs and like I said, there was trolls and all that sort of thing. That's a pretty cool quality yeah. of the movie, basically. I like. give it a
3: bit of character rather than just being mm. uber modern like everything is these days
2: now here's your opportunity to be critical on something wait, what- wait, wait,
3: wait.
2: Oh, I haven't said what I okay uh, fine. fine I thought you kind of went to you no know, I didn't get to say that that's fine I was going to say
4: what I was quite surprised was, was uh, what I wasn't expecting was Batista to actually be a decent actor in this film mm-hmm. although his, his lines so were Batiste, pretty so Batista's
2: <laughs> acting was a surprise for you
4: yeah because he can't act in the WWE see <laughs> I
2: don't know I was kind of I but his,
4: li- was, his lines were sort of basic I
2: think he was passable enough um, oh his lines He his Lines weren't designed to be no. Oscar worthy, but no, he was a pleasantly surprised on his quality of acting for before, what he
3: Before we went
2: to see the movie, though,
3: i had read a report and said, you know, he was getting positive reviews mm-hmm. for the fact that he had good comedic timing and stuff, and mm-hmm. I suppose he did, but kind of looking back on it, I don't really...
4: I don't really see any comedy moments from him. I
3: don't really know if he really...
2: He wasn't trying it from to, it. No, well, he wasn't trying to be comedic. No, yet. but I'm saying... It was, I'm the saying char- I, it was the characters...
4: I'm saying I thought he I was... Thought. Better than I expected him to be. Oh, yeah. I, I did Because I wasn't expecting anything from. Him, but um, I actually came out thinking. I was actually, he wasn't too he bad. He had more
3: screen time than he thought. Mm. I thought
4: he was not going to have much script, it was
3: going to be all action um, from him. Yeah, he actually had quite a bit. He had quite a big, part, quite a big script.
2: Fairness. What about a favourite comedic moment? Was there a particular, you know, particular joke that you laughed at? There was giggles, but I didn't I have a like. Well, oh, I'm not saying I you know got bursting laughter or anything like that. I kind of like the Batista moment
3: actually. Whenever he was called as the source, and he was like, "Do not call me as the source." I thought that was kind of funny, just the way. It, yeah, because everyone
4: everyone's an alien and they didn't really get uh, Peter's quips. A sense of humor, yeah, yeah, like his, uh, his, his, metaf- earth, his metaphors, earth humor, yeah. Yeah, his metaphors.
2: Because um, the thing I kind of enjoyed, you know, the thing, the joke that I kind of enjoyed the most. Um, I enjoyed a lot of rocket stuff. Rocket stuff. Was yeah, cool, yeah, rocket stuff was good, but the Batista sorta of not understanding of sarcasm yeah. or anything like that was brill because kind of the it kinda of just happened after the one you're saying about the thesaurus where Rocket basically tries to explain why Batista's character isn't getting the sarcasm or the metaphors is because his, you know, race are a very literal race, they take things literally. Yeah. And he's you know, Rocket says you know, so that sort of thing i will just go straight over his head. Yeah. And Batista turns around and goes, it would not get over my head. Too, my reactions were too quick. Yeah. Uh,
3: that, everything that to me
2: would, you know, that just
3: gave me a chuckle. And also like the like. thing when your man, Peter, was doing like the cut motion. Oh, yes, and, that. And Batista's oh, like, you know. I would not put my yeah. finger to his throat. That
2: was quite funny. No, it's like, it's, it's a kill gesture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would not slice his throat. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, 'Cause he says to the other guy, the prisoner, you know what that means said? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it was goes, No no, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
2: What did we think of the quality of acting overall? Decent. Was there some that were better than others? I think it's, it's
3: fine for what it was. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be like Oscar worthy.
4: It, yeah, anime. it's not meant to be it. Yeah. No.
3: It's fine, it was cheesy, but then that's what superhero kind mm-hmm. of
2: movies are. So um for me, um, like like we'll say there was nothing Oscar worthy here at all um kind of like you were saying uh, I thought Chris Pratt who plays C- Peter Quill I thought he was likeable enough he did yeah. really well like this is his first movie in a starring role as yeah. in he's the main guy I so think I think he, think he did it. quite well for it well yeah um when it comes to again, Batista, his quality of acting was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Was I was expecting I was expecting to walk in there, hear him deliver a couple of lines and be cringing. Yeah, saying definitely you didn't look
3: at him and think, Oh, you know, you're embarrassing
2: yourself mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. um Zoe Saldana, Gamora. um if there's anybody's acting I was maybe let down by me, but I think it was her, but there was just a few lines she delivered that I was like, mm, it's a wee bit cheesy and too much. I, th-
4: like her. I think Gun Diesel was probably the first. I, say, am, I well, am Groot. I
3: don't know why they do that. Is it just for name value that they bring someone in really big
2: just to literally say a line?
4: Yeah, I'm sure probably get paid thousands for it. More than, is that what
2: it is? It's probably to like more bring than. more people in? But again, the but again we, don't, we don't know. It may be like a Bumblebee thing out of Transformers and that yeah. later down the line he does get full speech or something yeah. like that. I don't know. It just again. seemed like a bit of a waste of Vin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I actually know. happy that he was kept. Yeah, you kind of like that. Yeah, I think, a I think the person, fan. I think overall the person who's acting, I actually really enjoyed the most was Bradley Cooper as Rocket for his quality of voice acting for being able to, you know, Do you, you know know went into that movie not good, known. yeah, the fact that it I didn't seem like you didn't, didn't listen to him and say well that's Bradley Cooper yeah because I said that I'm it saying. doesn't sound like Bradley yeah. Cooper does? that's what I'm saying if you walked in that movie didn't know who was starring in that movie and you heard Rocket Raccoon mm-hmm. you wouldn't know who and it was and that's the sign
3: of a good movie because exactly. you shouldn't be thinking in your head oh well, that's so and so you're meant to suspend your disbelief like when you look at Batista mm-hmm. if you're a wrestling fan you, you just go as Batista then you, you kind of think that's just Big Dave dressed up mm-hmm. there, you know, Whereas it's tight jeans. Um, yeah, Bradley be jeans. did a great job of disguising it and just becoming Rocket.
2: So that was the thing, I think the worst thing Bradley Cooper, now a lot of people I'm sure would have been happy if Bradley Cooper went in there and basically just used his own voice for Rocket because oh. he has his fans and people would be just like, oh, Bradley Cooper's voice in a Marvel movie, this is brilliant. But I think he went the complete and utter right direction in that creative voice for it. And I think it totally worked for the character, because like, it almost seemed like it points very almost... I'm not gonna say Godfather, like, but kind of like that Italian American sort it's funny, of humor. I heard, yeah, because I was kind of trying to think. voice me It Reminded was me like, maybe of like a character out of like The Sopranos, yeah, or something it was very like, like New Yorker or something, yeah, like there was a New Jersey, story. yeah, New Jersey, well, that, that, kind was that of sort of? accent, yeah, it yeah. completely worked, like um, New Jersey on space, yeah, New, New Jersey. Um, so we'll just we'll quickly go through the characters specifically. So we kind of have already mentioned a wee bit about. Peter Quill, but did you feel he was a, kind of like a relatable character that you could, He reminded me a lot of Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. It's like a... Well, he has primarily been a comedian
0: before yeah, this. Yeah,
4: it got this overwhelming sense of Seth Rogen's in this film for some reason. That's how it w- w- I felt mm-hmm. at the time.
2: But could you believe him in the role? Could you believe Oh, him yeah, yeah, that? yeah.
4: But then again, I don't really know this film or yeah. comic strip. It's strap. not like we can... So I don't know what to expect of him. How Peter Quill appears? No, I don't know if he's like one uh-huh. of the superheroes that doesn't kill people, or you know, he only arrests people.
3: Oh well, he as, as I say, I he was shooting people. Evil, shooting people like
2: yeah, that. but there were like
4: lasers with just trapping people mm-hmm. and then down. So I
3: find him likable, as I say. Um he didn't really have that's the thing. He didn't really have like a superpower or such. Oh
4: no, no, no. Okay. It, was, it was more like a Batman, Iron Man type. Yeah, the fun.
2: best thing none of these guys. Have superpowers? Yeah. There's none of these guys. Because really I remember,
3: rocket there was a point in the prison, he was like kind am of meant to fend off these guys. Rocket kind of has stuff. like
2: cybernetic stuff. He's, con- yeah. you know, he was obviously an animal beforehand, and has had yeah. stuff put into him and all that sort of thing. Drax is just a big powerful dude. At the end of the day, he's yeah. powerful. Yeah. The, the other one, Gamora, <laughs> Gamora. Gamora. Gamora seems more just basically she's kind of been like trained as a sort of assassiny sort of person. Yeah, but there's nobody. But it's not like somebody shoots uh, fire out of their. I fist always find I oh.
3: prefer that type. Of superhero, mm. other than you know someone that actually has a particular power Like that's why I think I always like Batman so much, is because he's just a guy. Yeah, he's and, a good,
4: you know.
2: Yeah, I didn't like, you or I? You I know.
4: did. I did like. Uh, is it Yondu? Yondu? The guy Yondu, in the blue. Well, don't worry. We'll oh. get. Don't worry. We'll get to Yondu. Um, don't you? Don't worry. About don't
2: worry. We'll give you Yonder. Yondu. We'll give you yeah. Yondu in a minute. Um Right. So next up, Gamora. The green chick. The green check, yes, this is just what she's referring I to. She, was
3: she did the usual kind of, oh, you know, she's being this kind of stuck up kind of character at the start, where she's like, you know, you can tell Peter kind of has mm. feelings for her and she doesn't really want to let her guard down mm. just yet. And, you know, I would have liked to have seen her dance, though, at some point in the movie. We didn't get to see that. I think
2: that's kind of what she was kind of hinting at towards the end. Yeah, of I still would have music. liked to see her She kind of started bopping side to side. Did she dance? did she? No, she I didn't, didn't dance. dance, but when the mu- the final kind of song came on the movie, she kind of. Was kind of you could kind of see her sway side to side as and mm-hmm. kind of like you know her character's changed a bit yeah. as the movie went. For me at the beginning, I think the one thing that kind of stood out for me was she kind of went from appearing like she was an absolute evil, evil. You know, yes. There's other words we could use. Yes, sure, but we will uh, evil female dog. <laughs> um, Mario, <you> know, <laughs> he's a guy. Leave him alone. Well, um, <laughs> not the <that we're> beginning. <laughs> you know, but she kind of went from you thought, oh, she's like one of the hench women of. You know, Ronan the accuser uh, to immediately the second they find out that there's something a bit crazy inside this ball, she just goes, I, "Oh like, dear, was I'm going to switch my allegiance." I was almost like her turn from bad to good was too. Crazy. I, 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 yeah, was I, didn't, just I, didn't sudden, believe, I didn't believe her turn. I just thought, "Oh, she Like, just, believe, thought, oh, she like just, they immediately walked out. Yeah, like, like, walked out of the collectors you didn't thing. didn't really
3: have any reason to believe her motivation. And from being
2: game. five minutes yeah. ago, uh, yes, I was going to turn on Ronan anyway, but for the money but now this thing has crazy crazy power in it uh, we need to get rid of this and we need to take it to the Nova Corps and all that sort of stuff you're kind of like yeah, screw them up you're kind of like no. love you you've got very green in a way it
3: shows how powerful that mm. thing must have been that people would turn just like that but she would to, absolutely uh, you know kind of, scared of that deck. was kind of what the movie was about it was mm-hmm. about this What's it called? But she went from evil? It's straight uh, to Infinity Stone. Who? Infinity Stone. So it kind of shows you that if she realises how
4: important that is, well, actually... Yes. Maybe it is but I'd, I'd, I didn't get that feeling at the time. I just no, thought... No. I just went... I think... Snap it's, and I do, just, do you know instantly? one thing I kind of get out of this, I just didn't this
2: movie a wee bit is I think there's maybe been a few scenes cut of character Oh, I'm sure there has and been. And it's maybe just a couple of things could have been helped in around the place that could have helped a bit of the character building. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the what most people will probably come out of this movie thinking is the star of the movie would be Rocket.
3: Yeah? Yeah. I would say so.
2: Yeah, it seems more of focus is on him. And hand. I
3: definitely went into the movie saying, I'm not going to like that guy.
2: So it's nice whenever you're pleasantly surprised like that. I thought he was going to be
4: like the Michelangelo of the group. If, if you're, you know, Not the leader, just the wee jokey mm-hmm. guy who, mm-hmm. who can help. I mean, he
2: did have a lot of one-liners and a lot of good jokes. but Oh, he did, but he seemed more like a leader.
4: By, uh, I mean... Uh, he
2: was the only one who always came up with a plan. And the, the main, he the main, believed that he could be the, the one behind. It was like, not only did he break them out of jail, but then towards the end in the final battle, he was effectively commanding all the yeah. It was ships till, and
4: stuff. It wasn't until your man, Chris Pratt was or Peter Quill, grabbed the stone and then he could hold it. They're like, right, you're leader now. Pretty much. I was like, fair enough, mate.
2: <laughs> but uh, I think what I get out of Guardians more is that they are a bit more of a team than you would... Think, you know, like, yes, Rock comes They're with your like, plans and all that sort of stuff, but you wouldn't out, out say, you know, yeah, you are the leader. Mm-hmm. I think if you're picking the leader, you would choose your, your
3: boy Star Lord, definitely. Oh, yeah, he's the front man in terms kind of by, the image of the group, like, he's kind of, yeah, by default, if anything else, um, just because he's the only human. Yeah,
2: how about Groot, Chris, your favorite root? that you thought was root. called Root until about three <laughs> quarters of the way through the movie?
3: Um, I mean, what can you really say? He's fine, he's um, a giant tree. He did have actually a couple of badass moments. He reminded right? me of those trees from Lord of the Rings, kind of. Yeah,
4: because like. he is the same thing. An ant is a tree. What? An ant. E N T. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's
4: Effectively the same thing. It's the Lord same thing as
3: Treebeard from Lord e- of the Rings. He
2: was fine. He kind of served his purpose as like mm-hmm. the backup. But he had a few good comedic points as well. Because like in the anyone pre- had one line? Hmm? I am no. Like, what I'm saying, as in, you, you know, I non spoiled. Non-speaking. I just spoiled <laughs> his only line there. <laughs> <So> <laughs> what I'm, I'm saying in that he had comedy moments that weren't speaking as in like that linked him with Rocket because like when they're in the prison and Rocket's explaining the escape plan and he's like oh yeah we have to get this thing last he's, and then uh, Rick just literally just grabbed it
3: kind of reminds me of like a loyal dog or something yes you know he's always there to help his master who's Rocket and mm. you know once he becomes part of the group you know he's, he's kind of the muscle like, mm. yeah he like he even helps Batista's character mm. you know at one point where mm. they were fighting obviously before that but yeah You know, it shows loyalty, kind of, so... But I
2: would say, out of the group, the one that is most lacking would be Groot. I think that's fair to say, considering... Because he basically didn't speak. Yeah. More than anything. You know, um... Drax the destroyer, aka Dave Batista. We talked quite a lot about him, didn't we? We have.
4: We've talked, bit a, we've talked in about, we've, Bautista, a bit about we've talked about
2: a bit about Dave's acting, but I'm talking about let's have a wee you know, talk about the actual character. Obviously he had a lot on the line because uh, running the accuser had uh, invaded his planet, killed his wife and daughter, so he was a very emotional guy. Yeah. I think And
3: that kind of got in the way of his decision making at some point, It nearly messed everything up for everyone.
2: everyone. Yeah. And I think his character actually develops quite a bit throughout the movie. Yeah. You know, from going at the beginning to basically ready to Kill slice, slice yeah. and dice to, he and has he that moment. he slowly
3: begins to understand the kind of, the human. He has that
2: sort of drunken moment. It's almost like yeah. he's drunk from the
4: start of the film and then starts to slowly sober up towards mm-hmm. the end.
2: You know, and he kind of starts appreciating <laughs> yeah, one of those
3: things. characters. Were it wasn't necessarily like they think they said, "Oh, we're going to give him all these jokes." It was kind mm-hmm. of like he's going to be funny when he's trying not to be funny. Yes, and that's that was, that funny. That
2: sums it up perfectly. Yeah. Is yeah. Drax is the sort of character that has lines that the timing, as you said, was brilliant. His timing of his lines were fantastic, and as a result, sorry. they gave you a chuckle here. and So they did. Yeah. He really did. Like even at the end. There's a moment where uh, naughty word coming everybody nothing too naughty but still uh, it's uh, derogatory towards females. They're walking along in uh, the Ronin ship, and he turns around to, to uh, he turns around to Gamora and calls her a whore basically.
1: <gasps>
2: and then Ronin the accuser starts mouthing off towards her, and he basically oh sorry not uh, not running Nebula starts mouthing off towards the bad chick. The, the one the with sister? the swords the sister yes yeah. well, um, she was
3: evil I did not like her don't worry we'll talk about her in a play second play her.
2: but her play, um, play she starts talking and then Batista immediately shoots her and says you know people don't talk badly about my friends after him just calling her flipping basically yeah. a prostitute like five minutes earlier yeah, It's you that know. kind of thing though. like
3: your family you know yeah. you're allowed band- oh, band- 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 to banter band- them but no one yeah. else is kind of yeah. thing
2: okay before we move on favourite guardian if you had to pick one
4: Rocket, maybe? I go Rocky for, uh, Rocket for his comedic value.
3: I'll just be different inside Peter then, because I thought he did a good job as kind of being the, the leader of the
2: group. I will probably go Drax because I just find him a pleasant surprise yeah, throughout the movie. But no, definitely Rocket, very close second. Very, very close second. Um, yeah. Uh, funny, none of us picked Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Okay, least favorite,
4: Groot. Groot, yeah. See, he was well, okay. He kind of Groot. He had his moments, but come on, well,
3: you have to decide he... on your least favorite. The thing about Groot is that he was always like nice from the beginning, whereas everyone else
2: was. I'm not saying him. he's not a nice character or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm saying coming out of that movie, who did you feel had the least impact on you?
3: You mean just out of the Guardians? I'd say Gamora. Gamora probably. for me. Who?
4: Gamora, the green chick.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just got, just I got a it, false. She sense didn't do it as much for me. As she didn't grow on me. No. No, I didn't feel a kind of emotional connection with her whereas I felt with Rocket and Drax and all I was a bit more connected with them. I didn't really
4: grow onto Batista but I did like him in the film. I just didn't grow towards the green chick. No. And Ant was okay. Or not Ant. Groot. Groot Groot was
2: fine. I
3: would say Groot was probably the least impactful just because as we were saying earlier You know, he didn't have a lot of dialogue so it's hard to relate.
2: Okay. Bad guy talk. Bad guy. Um... For me, this Ronan the Accuser fellow didn't really do it for me. You know, the main baddie, he didn't really do it for me, and do you know why? Because you effectively realised that the main bad guy of this movie is a number two. Yeah, because
4: he was working for Thanos. I thought there isn't uh Who's the bad guy, Conan? Ronan. Ronan, Ronan Ronan the <laughs> <laughs> Ronan Ronan Keating. I thought it was the big guy on oh, the screen no. I,
2: thought, I thought the big guy on the screen was Thanos who was the guy that was seen at the end of Avengers mm. he was seen at the end of Avengers so this is we're building and building and building for him as a bad guy sort of thing but for me in this movie basically because you saw that Ronan was working for Thanos you're like oh well we're effectively dealing with the bad guy this movie is his number two his well, lackey but it it's kind of like
3: the Darth Vader yeah. Emperor thing
2: Darth Vader was cool in The Emperor. Ah, that's true, yeah. that's true. But Darth Vader was your main guy on screen, you know, most across relevant. the world, but across a trilogy. Across a trilogy, I'm talking about. Yeah. This is one movie yeah. for me. But for me, though, as a character, being a number two aside, he didn't really do anything for me. I don't know about you guys.
0: I thought he had a
3: fairly
2: imposing look. Oh, I. Um...
3: Yeah. But in terms of being a bad guy with kind of a bit of grit behind him, there wasn't really a lot going
2: on there. What, then, what
4: all did he do? I mean, he fought Batista. He
3: just, every time he he was,
2: you know, all he wanted to do was kind of. Rule over that Xandar planet and Every time be, a a bit bit dude, be a bit of a bit
3: just screaming. You know, I like, kind of like an intelligent yeah. villain where they're. You know, a I like more a, soft, I like a softly spoken villain, yeah, because like kind of yeah, the other
4: sister, be yeah. sister seemed it's to voice. The other sister seemed to be more
3: of, like, of the. Oh, he's a bad guy. Bad he just just shout all the time. It's like no, there's other ways to mm. build up a villain.
2: But oh. anyway, speaking of the other sister, Nebula, played played by at all I thought she came across more evil than anyone else.
4: Oh, she came across very very evil. I mean, I got that feeling.
3: Because, like, she wasn't... There was no redemption for her at any point. Mm-hmm. You know, her sister tried to give her
2: the chance. I far I preferred her... Like, no. there was I, no I preferred her as a bad guy than Yeah. Yeah, that's also what I'm saying. saying. I, I felt more I would have took her more serious as a bad she guy. She seemed to be more of leader.
4: Moment. I mean, she was the one that got the orbital and, and your brother in mm. was just... I'm going to fight with of her for ten minutes.
2: Mm. I, she was the one actually going and getting the stuff. She was actually the, getting the stuff yeah. done. You know? I, thought, I thought what was great about her character was the fact that she was completely ruthless. There was not none of this sort of... Cheesiness and the fact of, you know, when they were racing about and she was trying to get the the orb from Gamora, her sister. Um, you know, instead of this sort of times where a villain will talk too much and that'll cause the good guy to get away. Yeah. She basically blew up Gamora's spaceship. And, you know, yeah. she was bank. like, yeah, I'm going to destroy you. You know, I have no worries about shooting yeah. you and blowing so you so up. That's what I'm
3: saying. You know, there was a few points where her character had the chance to kind of... Turned. be
2: soppy and turn, yeah, and she, but just she didn't playing, like there was, a, there was again the moment towards the end you know when they're in the ship and they're having their fight and she decides again to go
3: against her sister mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you know, chops
4: she, off her own hand to fall
3: because she doesn't really have <laughs> any kind of light-hearted moments where even your man Ronan at the very end Ronan he even had a wee kind of light-hearted I would comedic moment with yeah. the music and it's kind of like it takes you out of the movie I know mm-hmm. it's light-hearted anyway it's kind of not meant to be too serious mm-hmm. but you know he's meant to be like one of the biggest badasses
2: there, and but definitely out of, the, out of the bad guys, I would definitely say she was the better. Yeah, uh, she was definitely
4: better than. Uh, There's a bit more Run. substance. To I, and I
2: have to actually say, at the end of the day, um, excuse me for a second, gents, uh, she was played by Karen Gillan, who was in Doctor Who for the last few years. Yeah. So, so the, that's why. But this is her. her. But this, you <laughs> know, you know. No. But in all seriousness, you know, this is one of her fir- basically her first big movie, and I think you know it looks like she's got a pretty cool character to you know. Move on with because obviously, with her getting away, she's going to creep up in other places here as we go. Yeah, and I would like to see her become because they are great. doing sequels of this, aren't they? They're going to do a sequel of Guardians, but they will show up later on.
4: Well, surely it depends on how successful the film is. I think you know, they, already already announced
2: have they already announced it at Comic Con. That's and why even, I think it said at the end it will return as no, well. That's the reason why it said at the end they will return yeah. is because the pre sales for Guardians, the tickets were huge, so they just immediately had Comic Con, just went, Yeah, sequel.
4: I think I've watched a lot of Comic Con. Wish I stuff.
2: Had. The thing is, Marvel didn't announce a huge amount of Comic Con. They basically said, "Yeah, there's got, here's there's to be the, the next Avenger. Here's stuff about it. Then there's uh, Ant Man movie, and then you know we're announcing Ant Man movie. Yeah, do you not know it? It's
4: Ant Man. Is it in Marvel? It's Marvel. Yeah, Sheesh. a big giant ant.
2: No, 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 no. tiny. He shrinks. <laughs> <So I don't laughs> It's like, he's he's got like technology few... where he can shrink down the side. I think I've oh. read some ant um, man before. Don't worry, it'll be It reminds me of the magic, <laughs> magic School bus. Magic school bus um, okay, this is gonna be your moment. Your favourite other character Yondu Merle Merle. Just uh, I'll just sit here, you used to talk about him for five Oh he was he goes, was
4: just well. so Merle for oh, Basically
2: back. he's the guy that was responsible for uh, kidnapping Peter off earth all those yeah. years ago. They were originally meant to deliver him to his dad and It almost seems like Yondu kind of took him in as his own.
3: Yeah. He's kind of portrayed as, you know, he has moments where he's
2: bad, but deep down, he's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not a bad guy. I think he has one of the most badass scenes in the movie. Where he uses his his wand. Where where he uses his kind of like arrow thing. Yeah, that was brilliant. uh, To literally take out. Yeah, like his whistle control arrow. uh, Because I initially thought with his scene, basically he gets kind of surrounded by like a dozen baddies. And they're like, you know, tell your forces to turn on, you know, the good yeah. guys. And you would have thought 99% of other movies, cornly, he'd have just went, okay. I surrender. I yeah. surrender, you know, why? <laughs>
3: Whereas
2: he just went into full badass uh, mode.
3: That's the thing, because Megan and I are massive, kind of, Walking Dead fans. Whenever huh? we what? first seen him come on screen, when I was like, oh, that's Merle. This, but that's the thing. If you watch Walking Dead, and then you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, you just... Instantly. It's almost like he hasn't really
2: done no. anything different. It's
3: no, it's the like same Merle voice. Same... It's Merrill painted blue. and <laughs> no, he's still a badass. But he's
2: still a badass. And he has a metal mohawk. He uh,
3: a metal mohawk. Yeah, which lights people. up with the whistle. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That Not a lot of people can claim to have a metal mohawk, so... Mm. Yeah. But no, I think... he You know, you don't really see him in a lot of films either, really,
2: do you know? No, he hasn't done a lot of films. No, he's... He's... I haven't seen him in a while. He was more of a, a movie guy in the sort of 90s. And then... Maybe took to TV yes. after that, and now
3: this is another kind of thing that he's probably got up based off Walking Dead
2: film. Maybe well, that's the thing. Like when I watched that, you know, if I hadn't heard from you what he was in, it would have took me a while to figure out like, like who he was. Um,
4: oh, he's in the Marine too. Oh. <laughs> you know that, that big film? <laughs> okay. It, I'm trying to remember.
3: Is that the one with Ted DiBiase in it? Who was the Marine in that?
4: Was it not John Did Did he Cena still? Did Cena do the
3: Marine
2: too? No. Well, was it Ted? Dead. i'm just trying to think back if i can see merle in and that movie sorry st- stop talking about uh mm-hmm. wb movies please coming. And about i know but we're trying to make the point of merle here uh-huh. um, so he was your favorite other character or i thought michael rooker was good mm-hmm. yeah
4: i loved him plus he's in the uh, call of duty games
2: as well mm-hmm. he does a lot of voices but i would say outside of the main cast as in the guardians and your bad guys he was effectively the next guy you know, he was kind of your main secondary kind of line I would of say cast.
3: He was, he was even still more interesting than Ronan.
4: I think he's more believable.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Maybe he's got that dark sinister set of him? Whereas Ronan sort of
2: Being bad dead. just for the sake of being bad. Yeah, he just like, didn't get that fitting. There's in. no real motive there. Yeah. Um I was gonna the next question I had set is what do you think of the bad guy Ronan the accuser? But we've kind of made our points about that. Who <laughs> played him, do you know? Uh so I think it was like a guy called Lee Pace. Or something like so that. So no one really particularly. Um, no, he has been in something before. I'm trying to remember. Uh, his name
3: is John C. Riley.
2: No, that's not that's not Ronan. No. But John C. Riley was the Nova cork guy with the curly hair. What was his name? The character's name. Ronan the Accuser. Ronan the Lee Lee uh, yeah, yeah. sorry. I've got yeah. him. Lee My bad. I've got him. Oh yes, he's in Hobbit. you know the what? One, um. The white kind of? With the white hair. Yeah, that's white, the hair, long hair, long white yeah, hair. That's I know who him. You're talking about. That's him.
4: With the big nose? No. Yes. I it? don't know.
2: I don't know. It's the elves are all very generic. Uh, the only I one, one I know is James about. Nesbitt. <laughs> he's a hobbit. But. He's know, a hobbit um, But yeah, that's probably the main thing people would know him from was Hobbit. Um,
3: but no, overall, we particularly. Feeling. Enthused by him. No. wasn't mm-hmm. that he did a particularly
2: bad job, it was just the character, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, now we're going to get a wee bit technical. Uh, what did you think of the cinematography, as in the style of the actual movie? Do you think it, it was just your generic. It and was just
4: generic Marvel? There's something I'll say about
3: Marvel is that I don't particularly like their CGI stuff. I don't know why. I just think whenever you compare it to other things it just doesn't look as real or something though, but it? I don't or think why? it's supposed to I think it's supposed to look yeah, comic. it's meant to look a bit more does, fantasy it does yeah. look comicky, it's more yeah, colourful and to me it just
2: looks very see, see to be honest see with this movie though because it's predominantly CGI it didn't see I'm not it, a huge fan of CGI it didn't get to me with. as much as it would have as anything else because you knew that this movie was vastly CGI so mm-hmm. whereas if it was stuff where the thing that when it comes to CGI is I don't mind CGI if, say, a movie's predominantly going to have to use the CGI, (coughs) but if it's a movie where there's predominantly real-life stuff going on, Mm -hmm. and they use CGI for a silly thing, like to put a building in or something like that, it just stands out like a sort of thumb for me. Um, I think for me,
3: it's just like, whenever I see things like spaceships, I expect them to look very kind of, I don't know, like gritty or or something. You just think Star Wars. Yeah, I expect them to look kind of industrial and gritty, and Mm -hmm. whenever they look kind of too shiny. That just looks like concept art to me. Like stuff that you would say, "Oh, we're not going to use that one," but they did. Mm-hmm. You know. But nice, if it's stand true to Marvel, then I still yeah. must admit
2: I liked the kind of style of his ship. I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. I thought it looked visually
3: quite good with the. Like, it looked a wee bit like a hot rod. Yeah, kind of the paint job and stuff. I like. Actually, like the look of like the atmosphere they're in, like mm-hmm. yeah, the mm-hmm. way it was like all like purpley and like the color and stuff. I thought that was quite good. It's a bit different, yeah. Spacey, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> spacey. That's,
4: so, that's the feeling I got. It, it like didn't. Anymore. It felt. It, you knew you weren't on Earth. Yeah, you knew you were on nah. a different planet. You weren't in
2: Kansas anymore. Yeah, yeah
4: we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto.
2: Okay, let's uh, round this up with one final topic, and that is the soundtrack. To
4: me, it was just generic Marvel yeah. again. There was I nothing
2: just that stood out to me other
4: than the fact. I, I that... I do like the seventies and eighties music. Yeah, like no, the, that's what I was meaning. Oh, right. that's or what I was meaning. I'm not. meaning the I'm actual. I'm not meaning
2: the no, no, no. Oh, I, I mean, I'm meaning the actual. No, it was it was different.
4: It was nice to have some do some seventies, eighties music that we all knew, but don't a lot of kids probably don't know, it and they're going to go and say, "So they're going, ah, quite like that, watching." Get them into it. That's the thing. You
2: know, this is you know proper eighties and seventies music, and. I think because it was that if you'd walked into this movie and they played something modern like flipping some sort of Katy Perry or something song, it would have pulled you completely clean out yeah. of that movie. Whereas because they were slightly older tracks, you were kind of like, Huh? Eh, that's fair what you're enough, saying." You know, it you know, the movie a certain charm. I think that people of a certain
3: age or generation were kind of able to kind of a wink and, and a nod to. and that's as well I think the music played in well to Peter's character because mm. whenever he you heard those tunes he was always around and mm. you associated the music with him and I thought that was a good you know, way to go about building a character through the, you know, the music that we mm-hmm. using so no I thought the, the soundtrack was very good
2: cool <laughs> very funny um, but uh, okay let's finish up it is score, score time and general opinions, if you want to say it while you're giving your score. So, I will start with Mikey.
4: Well, if you're a Marvel fan, I think you'll really enjoy this. I mean, I've seen a lot of reviews and scores and it's got high marks, but I'm not a huge Marvel fan. But I did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I was going to, because right. I thought I was just going to come in. No, don't like this. don't like Batista. And so some things take quite this, 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 some uh, things take this, quite a bit to impress you. This raccoon, <laughs> this raccoon, is just going to annoy me the whole film. But it was quite pleasantly surprised. So if I was going to score, i would be, be generous and give a
2: seven. Seven. Okay. No, seven's good. Seven's good. Uh, Chris, it's no Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> nothing. Even, even though you snapchatted me, <laughs> that. nothing will ever be Pacific Rim. <laughs> Don't, um, don't you dare diss Pacific Rim, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, that'll, 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 that'll get us <laughs> off topic. Back to you, Chris. I would probably give it a six. Oh, he's been more critical than you, man. I was thinking six. And and I you're thought, the, no, but you're the critical guy. Six. six you know, I thought? To
3: me, I think to myself, will mm-hmm. I watch this again? And mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't. No. Um, so for me, a six is, it's, as you said, it will please Marvel fans, I think. And. Mm. I there was a few things about like the quirks, like the music and what mm-hmm. have you, that I kind of enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I thought Rocket was a much more enjoyable character than I thought he was going to be, so that was a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, being a big wrestling fan, it was good to see Dave Batista in oh, the movie, okay. so I think for that as well... You know, I said I wouldn't watch the game, but that might be, you know, be the type of thing you would kind of go back just to look at Batiste, mm-hmm. even just
2: kind of go, like, that's his acting. Well, by go, by go back, you mean maybe you pick it up eventually on Blu-ray down the line yeah, or it's something. It's very, like very cheap in Alistair yeah, or something. Christmas present. But, um,
3: yeah, I would say a solid. That's it. I, I'll Sh- give Sh- it a... Screw the lollies. <laughs> These are both getting on Blu-ray for
2: Christmas. It was fine. Yeah. Fine. I see, see. I thought... See, so, yeah, I thought. When, see, when you were taking just a wee bit of extra time to give your score, I thought he's going to go about six point five. I was
4: thinking six six point five. I want. I'm going to go six point eight. And I want. That's just ridiculous. And I thought seven because it did surprise me a lot more than, and I did quite enjoy it a little.
2: No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Is there's a lot of superhero movies recently haven't impressed you at all. Really? Oh no, like, you no. Didn't I enjoy Spider Man. I Enjoyed the first Spider Man. I just didn't enjoy a sec- second you one. You didn't enjoy that. second. It was too one. much CGI, what, and you what, felt what it. What were you like with Cap? Cap? I don't think you were too bad, but you just fell asleep between it, the both of you, didn't you? you I think we both fell. Cap-Man.
4: Me and Hill fell asleep during Captain Marvel. I think
2: that's because we went pretty late as well. So yeah, that's was a, not. That's not really a slam. Well, describe it
3: was. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. And it's not my least favorite. Yeah. It's kind of just
2: one of those mm-hmm. ones that's there. I think my least, I think my least favorite of the Marvel movie still is the first, the first Cap. Um, again, simply because for me that was again very American centric, so it didn't really uh, impact us as an international audience. Um, I think for me too, it's just always been more to the Batman. DC
3: side of things. Yeah, I'm more of a I'm DC fan. I'm not a fan. Marvel guy. You
4: know, I'm not a Marvel guy or DC guy, but I do enjoy the DC vir- know, this is, films. This
2: is the thing. I wouldn't. Say, They're more darker. Yeah. I wouldn't specifically say I'm Marvel or DC or whatever. Yeah. I just would turn around and say I like a good comic book character. Yeah. You know, does matter. Like, where this, is, he's from. this is the thing. I say that, but I don't read a lot of comics. Yeah.
0: This is the thing. No, it but is. but we've started to read one. But I like
2: the I, I like you know the worlds and stuff like that. But uh, in regards to. Um, my scoring in the movie is it'll be a bit higher than you guys because obviously I'm a bit more into it than you. And I know the sort of interests I use and stuff like that. Although I don't think we give it a diamond score. Or oh such. no, 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 no. no. Um, but uh, you thought you were? I would probably give it an eight, in my opinion, and that would probably seem to you guys probably low for me.
4: i expect expecting a bit higher than that from you. So
2: were you thinking I was probably going to go about nine or something like that, roughly? No, I enjoyed it. I think it's maybe one at. It'll maybe grow on me a wee bit or something like that when I see what they do with the characters in the future. I think it's one I definitely need to see where it goes.
4: Um, I think you need to watch this a second time just to get it, and you'll see a, give a better score if you watch it a second time.
2: Mm, probably, but I'll, go, I'll give it an eight, which means it will just average out between us all as a seven because uh, went, he, so
4: my, <laughs> my score wins because he because uh, uh, he,
2: he was six, you were seven, I went eight, so that's smack bang in the middle. So good, but not out of this world.
4: No, the, I, I, I don't think space. it was expected to be an out of the sort of film.
2: But I have to give, at the end of the day, I have to give props to Marvel simply for going and putting something new out there.
4: Well, Stanley was in it too. Well,
2: Stan Lee's in, in the one, not he? Uh-huh. Um, well, he wasn't in X-Men, was he? He wasn't in, wasn't in uh, Days of Future Past. He wasn't in Wolverine, was he? Um, no, I'm not I'm sure. sure. But, uh, that's upset. i Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> to round things out, I have to give it to Marvel for actually putting a new property out there, because it's basically been... Thor, Cap, Iron Man and Avengers since the start. So it's nice to see something new thrown in. And it looks after we get Avengers this coming May that we're going to get a lot more new properties coming with the likes of Ant-Man and, well, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but Doctor Strange, I think. Oh, we get a Fantastic Four reboot as well? Is that Marvel? I heard that. It's not within Marvel Studios. It's in the Marvel Universe, but it's not... In the same... It's not a Marvel property owned by Marvel. Uh-huh. If you got me asking, you're the way. X-Men's yeah, Marvel, but yeah. it's owned by Fox. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
4: Fantastic Four. I like that. But there's rumours the mm-hmm.
2: as well that, you know, Spider-Man's going to revert back to Marvel because Sony's entertainment wing is but completely it, up Spider-Man ahead. still is within the Marvel... Oh, it's a Marvel universe. But I'm saying is the they can't just bring Spider-Man Man. into the new Avengers movie no. because he's owned by Sony and Marvel's owned by Disney. Yes. So, But what I'm saying is Sony's entertainment wing is kind of going down the swanny a bit. So there's word that Sony will maybe sell them back to Marvel and stuff like that. So that's always the sort of thing you have to look out for going down the future.
4: As long as they don't sell Ghostbusters 3.
2: Oh, you had to get Ghostbusters in there at some point, didn't I? Yeah. But uh, we'll not be reviewing that. I'm sure
4: we won't. Whenever <laughs> it finally comes out. Oh yeah, we'll be reviewing the Blu-ray box set when it comes out in September.
2: <laughs> but uh, that'll do us for today, folks. Uh, for this has review. been episode ninety-one of Operation Retro Shock. Uh, we'll hopefully see you all sooner rather than later in the. Thanks, Alan. Wants to do
4: uh, review on Last of Us when he gets the finally. Play it. <laughs>
2: That's that's what we can do. We can get together after we've played a bit of Last of Us. I've only been waiting a year to review it, but sure.
4: I think I think
2: that's that's what we'll have to do in uh, a week or so's time. Let's get together and uh, give our opinions of the Last of Us, and and, uh, let Mikey be the master. Yeah, I can give
3: my opinion of like the first level because come next week (laughs) I'll still not be (laughs) past it. Chris Chris will be playing (laughs) (laughs) playing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) it. Mikey will be playing it on super hard mad level. I'll be playing it on medium to get sorted, and then Chris will just be playing it on. Well, they've already planned
4: it on the PS3, so have to do it again on the PS4.
2: I know you've probably unlocked the hard mode beyond hard mode.
4: Everything's unlocked when you and you go and it. Oh is server? it actually?
2: Yeah. Yes, that's a bit of a surprise. But nonetheless thank you all very much for listening folks. We shall uh, hopefully see you sooner rather than later. As Mikey said goodness knows it could be about the last of us. So uh, <laughs> Mikey's fist pumping the air there. He gets a wee bit excited but um... Coral! <laughs> <laughs> but yes thanks very much for listening. I've been Alan Price. He's been Mikey Thompson and he has been Christopher Hill. Oh, oh my right. full title yeah, today? Yeah, while wow. Yeah, you're in trouble. Uh, yep. uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can tweet at Red or 316, or you can email me, Alan Price at OperationRed or, or phone this number. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> a number. Um, pay us money. <laughs> uh, you can follow these guys on <laughs> Twitter, at Mikey2004 <laughs> and at MrBigRed1990. If you want to read any of his drivel, all he talks about is in the WWE pretty much all the time. Excuse um, me,
3: I've ventured into new pastures recently. Yes, Luke Harper. I'm talking about movies and such. Now. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: but uh, what movie are we going to go see next? Inbetweeners.
2: Uh, inbetweeners it's and the sixth. other things coming out. As well. out in so, the sixth. But I think this is what we need to do from now on: is if we're going to. Do, Cody movie, go to see it a wee bit earlier than normal, get it on the cheap, and then do a review afterwards. I think the
3: earlier showing is more conducive to getting a review done
2: after, yes. for sure. Yeah. Not, yeah. not
4: next week, but the week after. I'm off all week from work, so you know. So if we want to so do some cool. still
2: review every day. Mm-hmm. But yes, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace out.
1: I have a plan. You've got a plan. Yes. First of all, you're copying me from when I said I had a plan. No, I'm not. People say that all the time. It's not that unique of a thing to say. Secondly, I don't even believe you have a plan. I have part of a plan.
0: What percentage of a plan do you
1: have? You don't get to ask questions after the nonsense you pulled on Nowhere. I just
0: saved Quill.
1: We've already established that you destroying the ship that I'm on is not saving me. When did we establish Like three it? seconds ago! No, I wasn't listening to her I was thinking of something else. Oh. She's right. You don't get an opinion. What percentage? I don't know, 12%. 12%? (laughs) That's a fake laugh. (laughs) It's real! Totally fake. That is the most real, authentic, hysterical laugh of my entire life, because that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Thank you, Groot. Thank you. See? Groot's the only one of you who has a clue. (laughs)